Welcome, this is Beyond the Hate, I'm Steven. And I'm Al Michaels, no, I'm just... <laughs> no, I'm John. <laughs> Wait, you're not Al Michaels? No, I... Shit, I thought this was going to be a great show. Yeah. Disappointed. Yeah, Disappointed. unfortunately, all you get's me. <laughs> uh, Al Michaels called in. I wish I had Al Michaels' he, fucking money, though. He was going to come, but then he said... I've never heard of you guys. Stop calling me. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you guys have been terrorizing me and my wife. And it's like, okay, yeah, we'll just... Uh, we'll stop. Sigh. Sigh. <laughs> Uh, loser. Um, but anyway, uh, so we're we're gonna be talking about some football. Um, which is the which is the sport that EA doesn't know how to make a game for. Yeah, even though they they started making it in like 1988. <laughs> right, they've been making the Madden for over 30 years, and they they still don't know how to fucking program defensive backs Madden or offensive is older linemen. Than Lindsay Lohan. Right. Lindsay Lohan knows how to Lindsay Lohan by now. Why doesn't Madden know how to Madden? Right. <laughs> that is the thing that we're here to talk about today. Yeah. And uh, so this is a uh, this is another rant ramble kind of thing. I, I think maybe we should talk about the past a little bit before we talk about what we ex- what they should do about the future. <laughs> what you think that's a good place to start here? Let's talk about yeah. The joy, maybe, and a little bit of the past stuff before we get into the uh, whatever they're doing now. Um, it's like <laughs> graphics are great, but spend one, you know, a billion dollars, and you'll you, you might win a tournament for uh, thirty grand. Um, uh, <laughs> playing uh, playing a fucking punter at quarterback. Playing a punter at quarterback. <laughs> the only acceptable punter that we'll take is J.K. Scott. Uh, maybe Bradley Pinion. Maybe Bradley Pinion. Yeah. Because he is from Clemson. Both those guys are from national championship schools. Right. Um, but, okay, in the past, uh, what, what's, the first, what's the first Madden you remember playing? Oh, shit, the first Madden I remember playing? Oh, Like, vividly, not just, like, what's the first Madden you played? Because like, the first one that I probably played, I think, was maybe, like, maybe 94 or 95. Five, but the first one that I can remember, like like vividly playing. What got you into Madden? That's a better question. What what Madden got you actually into Madden? <sighs> what was the there was um I want to say that I think it was it was like at first I think it was Madden ninety eight. When did Madden sixty four come out? Because I played a shit ton of Madden sixty four. See, you you might have been in a, into it before me because I can honestly say mine was probably Madden two thousand three two thousand four. Okay. Uh, before I really got into it, um, which one which one had McNabb on it? Uh, McNabb was 05. 05. That was probably the one. Or no, no, oh five was Ray Lewis. Oh six was uh, 06 McNabb. McNabb. So yeah, well, no, it was before. Yeah, no, no, it probably would have been the McNabb that actually got me invested into Madden. I played them before, right? But I think um, you know, oh six or something like that. It just had a lot of addictive qualities, and then we used to also do this thing. I think maybe starting in Madden oh eight. Where we did um, this AFC versus NFC type type thing, like we would literally run the entire 
uh, NFL. Yeah, you would basically have one person would basically do this stuff for an entire conference. Yeah. And it was time consuming, but it was fun. Um, I want to say that I also played Mad 97... Maybe I maybe I played ninety seven and the one that I played the well, most. I'm having to look it up. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean the ones that you. Were the one that I vividly remember is Madden sixty four. I played yeah. the shit out of Madden sixty four. You're looking it up. That's not the ones I'm talking about. Okay. Um, I'm talking about the 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 ones that you absolutely remember, you love. Like this is the ones that got me into Madden. Like yeah, Madden sixty four did that for me. And I know a lot of people are like Madden sixty four, John. That was horrible. That was garbage. It's like nowadays you'd probably look back at it and think it was garbage. But back in those days, like uh, having football in three D, because before then that was the first game that I can remember playing. That was like three actual 3D. The only other one that would be uh, was it NFL? Uh, shit, it was the ones that had like Warren Sapp on them. It was was it mm. Game Breaker? NFL Game Breaker? I think that was the ones yes, that had like Warren yes. Sapp and shit on the cover. Um, or maybe I'm like Mandela affecting because I, I think I even looked this up because I was like there was a, there was a, a it was nine eight nine studios and I was like had. Uh, fucking Warren Sapp on the cover, and I think you were like, I don't think Warren Sapp was on the cover. I think it was like Darren, like Derek Brooks or something. And I was like, oh, Warren yeah. Sapp oh, was that, on the fucking oh, cover of one of those oh, damn that, games. No, he wasn't on the cover of Game Breaker. He was on the one of the covers of Two K. Yeah, so Sapp is on Two K, Two K Four. Four, yeah. Yeah, because Two K Five was T O. Um, and I'm like, okay, so I'm Mandela affecting some shit pretty hard. Because I was like, there was one of those fucking games that had Warren Sapp on it, and I was like, it had to have been Game Breaker. And then I looked it up, and I was like, no, fuck, I'm not even, I'm not even close to right. Not even close. I was like, he was never on the cover of one of them. I think like talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, Warren Sapp was on one of those fucking games. I know it. Um, (laughs) What what got me into to football games was Super Tech Mobile. Yeah. Uh, Which is probably still to this day one of the greatest football games ever made. You know, Madden changed a little bit because, you know, they, you know, they, they attempted to make it more realistic. And for a while, it seemed that they were successful. Yeah. Um, the Joe Montana football on the Genesis. It's really Did great. you ever that, play that, was, that one? That was one of the best uh, Genesis sports games. Because Genesis is kind of like... Back in the day, Genesis is kind of like Nintendo is now. They're not known for their sports games. No. But the Montana uh, sports game was really good. And then also back in the day, if you wanted to talk about college football, the Bill Walsh. Yeah. Um, Bill Walsh College. College football was, was you know, kind of what started NCAA on their path. Because that I don't think that franchise lasted very long. The Bill, it might actually only watch lasted the one game i'm pretty sure the bill walsh football i think it was just the one game Mm, they did it for a few years and then then eventually i think the bill walsh college football became uh ncaa football Yeah, they kind of took that idea but instead of like doing the madden thing where they're just like this is walsh or whatever they just called it ncaa yeah because uh i want to say yeah bill walsh college football okay here it is um, I only remember the one game, but I remember it being really good. 1993. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, they made another. They made another one though, but the uh, the other one that they made was Bill Walsh Football '95. Yeah, it was a couple years later. This is whenever they weren't on, under the pressure to make a game every, <laughs> every fucking year. year. Yeah, so that was on Super Nintendo, man. I don't think I ever played the Bill Walsh uh, football because, like, when I was growing it's so up, fun, but it's so hard to go backwards and be like, "Oh, I want to play that now." I want to play like the old school, like two D sprite style football because it's just like they they move like 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 an like an arcade machine. Well, well now and you're like you, you played NCAA fourteen, right? <laughs> so it spoils you, go back you and go to nineteen ninety three, and you're like, "Oh, well, this Bill Walsh game actually sucked." It's like, no, it didn't because at the time there was nothing like it. Yeah, and it was good. You can't retroactively go back and call things shit. Like a lot of these people try to go back now and call older movies shit. And it's like, you can't do that because at the time that they came out, they were revolutionary. Yeah. You know, like, I could go back and call 2001 Space Odyssey shit. But I wasn't alive whenever that movie came out. I don't know the excitement. I don't know, you know, I don't know a lot of things about how that was received when it first came out. No, and that's that's the thing too is that um, uh, you know it's like if you're gonna go back and look at some of these older uh, like football games and stuff like the Bill Walsh College and football and I even see the one on here it's um it's the Sega Sports College Football National Championship which I I have never even heard of that till I just saw this picture but then they had the they had the um the Joe Montana football there was another one um. Uh, NFL Quarterback Club. NFL Quarterback Club. Quarterback Club was good, too. I played the fuck out of Quarterback Club. Quarterback Club on Nintendo 64, I played that almost as much as Madden 64. Probably more. I was going to say the first person to ever be on that cover was Favre, but that's wrong because Favre was on, I want to say, 1998 Quarterbacks Club. Um, but I could be wrong. This is me trying to, you know. No, ninety-eight was Favre. Boom. Yep. Two thousand two. No. It was uh, Rich Gannon and Favre. Um, so was two thousand two the first one though? No, the first one was ninety-six. Quarterback Club ninety. No, actually, it goes back further than that. Quarterback Club ninety six had Steve Young, unfortunately, on it. That's okay. He was popular. But the original, uh, the original Quarterback Club didn't have a cover athlete. It just, it didn't have a, a quarterback on the cover. It was just, it was just like a logo and like just some generic guy holding the ball. Um, but before we get too far, I, I, I do want to mention... Quarterback Club was the shit. Check that out. It was really good. I do want to mention... Oh, uh, Quarterback Club 2000. That was my shit. I love that fucking game. I'm just going to go on eBay and buy all these vintage fucking games. I do want to mention, before I get interrupted, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> one more motherfucking time. <laughs> uh, about these drinks that we have. This is an enormous episode. This is us kind of venting about the future of Madden. Yeah. But... Uh, I found these things by Crook and uh, Marker that is Soda Spite. And um, I'm drinking the root beer one right now. And I think John's drinking the Coke. Um, it's like the, the cola or like Coke flavored one, yeah. Yeah, and these things are three out of three. Or these Coke things, style. 
These things are awesome. These are fucking awesome. And the other thing too about them is that you know it has the 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 soda stuff that you would expect because it's carbonated and it has the well like on you know the root beer one that he has you know it has all the root beer ingredients that you would expect from like a Barks or like an A and W root but beer. It's only eighty calories. Yeah. Doesn't have any sugar. Um. And it's it's got like quinoa in it, and it has alcohol from ancient grains. Uh, it's got amaranth in it, uh, millet. Uh, it's yeah, gluten free. The cola one is a vegan drink. Uh, so if you know if you're a vegan, it's completely vegan. Yeah, fully organic. Yeah, fully organic. Both of these things are fully organic. Uh, and no caffeine too. No caffeine. These things are amazing these are fucking awesome like if you want to get like a uh like a soda type of drink you know and maybe you don't want to do like seltzer because like sometimes to me seltzer kind of tastes like it tastes like assholes um (laughs) like i had i had a a Lacroix once it was the worst fucking thing i've ever drank before it has no flavor he told me if he lived in San Francisco, he would have jumped off that fucking bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the one that they just I can't started. drink LaCroix anymore! Fuck I LaCroix! Fuck LaCroix! <laughs> Splat. And then somebody's <laughs> like, did he say fuck LaCroix? And then like the woman next to him's like, oh yeah, LaCroix's nasty. Who drinks that shit? Oh, man. Um, I had to deliver some LaCroix today. For- there's your... There's your... <sighs> Oh, excuse me. See, that's that's the soda burp right there. That's the soda burp. Yeah. And, you know, we drink through this show. There's there's burp. You probably have heard if like five million handle... farts during this show, too. No, probably not. Oh, no. Our, our mics are a little high up. They probably aren't picking up farts. But well, belches, though, definitely. That, that happens. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they hear farts on this show. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Unless AJ's on, am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a little fart. Yeah, that little <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> and his anti-vax wife. Oh, damn, damn. Damn! If you listen to this, AJ, I gives no fuck. Your, your, your chick is anti-vax. That shit's wrong. Um, Kid's gonna die. <laughs> they need to quarantine their, you know, your like kids boy. away from you. Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy, yeah. Just put just put all your kids in the fucking movie. Uh, and put them in the uh, the big hamster ball, the hamster bubble. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> okay, so we we have a love for Madden. Like we've spent hours and hours and hours and hours. And uh, Madden Twelve is probably one of our favorite. Like we we love that. Uh, oh yeah, Madden Twelve is still one of my still favorites. Had coordinators, you still had people that you could fire. You know, you still had like uh, trade systems was good. And even on Madden Twelve, you also had uh, front loaded, even evenly spaced, and back loaded contracts for free agents. Yeah, whenever you did the free agency, you had to choose one, and which you know, like like in real life, whenever yeah. you 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 sign players, a lot of times those are the options. You know, do you want to front load it, back load it, whatever. Especially free agents. Um, we're not saying up until 12 everything was perfect. Because no. 10, 10 was garbage. 10 yeah. was just straight up. I didn't really, yeah, 10, because I had 10, and that was probably the one that I played the least. I don't even, th- I don't even think I ever played 11, to be honest. I think... 
I, 10 pissed me off so bad, I didn't even try 11, and then I, and then when 12 came out, I was like, oh shit, they fixed a bunch of stuff on 12. Yeah, I can't remember 11 in the slightest. No. But I know 9 was pretty good, which I think also had Favre on it. Uh, 09 was Favre, 10 was uh, Fitzgerald and Palomalu, mm-hmm. 11 was Breeze. It was Drew Breeze on 11, okay. and then 12 was Peyton Hillis. <laughs> Wait, so eleven had Drew Brees, not Philip Rivers on it? No, no, no. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess maybe if you're like a Saints fan, you're probably big and only mad at eleven. Mm. Uh, but see what uh, Rivers does with the Colts, and then we'll <laughs> we'll see that. If Philip, yeah. if the Colts beat the Saints in the Super Bowl, I guess we'll see, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be some crazy shit? Mm. That would be some crazy shit to Drew see him Brees take the. The, the Chargers screwed me, and Philip Rivers would be like, no, the Chargers screwed me. Watch this shit, Drew. Right. Yeah, two two Chargers quarterbacks go to the Super Bowl, not with the Chargers, and play. That would be fucking epic for him. Imagine to the Chargers would... They would just shit themselves. themselves. They're like, we we fucking play in a soccer stadium, and we can barely put 2,000 of our own fans in it. And then, our, and then the quarterback of our franchise that we gave up on Drew Brees for left us, went to fucking Indianapolis, and takes them to a Super Bowl. <laughs> you would just see, like, LA, L.A. Chargers fans are currently on suicide watch. Give these folks some help. You know what also would be funny if they do, like, a, a thing in the NFL is, like, <laughs> no fans... No fans of any NFL franchises can show up to any games all year, except the Chargers. If you guys want to come, sure. Yeah. There's not enough of you to fill <laughs> anyway. You guys can social distance, no problem. <laughs> Chargers fans. I saw, I saw a meme uh, one day on the uh, NFL. It's like on the, the, the salty like NFL memes thing. on um, I think it's the NFL memes on Twitter. And uh, somebody had a thing up there. They were like, hey, even during coronavirus, uh, the Chargers can still pack the house. And it was like maybe like 400 people <laughs> in the stands. They're like, hey, the Chargers are actually doing pretty good. They uh, they got a packed house. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Chargers couldn't pack their stadium if they had a natural disaster and that was their only shelter. <laughs> people would be like, go to the Chargers stadium or down the boy. I'm... Nah, there's a typhoon coming. Ah, fuck that. I don't fuck really it, care. I'll just die. Yeah, whatever. Chargers <laughs> suck, man. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when they fired Marty Schoenheim after a 14 and two season? Yeah, and hired Nord Turner, <laughs> who was uh, fired from the Raiders <laughs> for being too inept and a fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what we need in San Diego. We need an inept fuck boy that basically Two was... Two inept and a fuckboy was actually the original name for Queen. Right. <laughs> a fact. No. Two inept and a fuckboy? <laughs> Who was the fuckboy? Was that Mercury? Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh, man. Or at least Rami Malek. <laughs> Rami Malek is a fuckboy. <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. Rami Malek is a fuckboy, and it's just him dressed up as Freddie Mercury on the image. Yeah. Because That's that, that great. movie is full of inaccuracies. Oh, man. Like being kicked out of the band because he had AIDS. That That's not why he was kicked out. He literally was still in Queen when he died. Because yeah. he died in the recording studio. Like literally, they're like... like they, they make the moment in that movie where he's like... He, he tells the guys before that uh, epic concert that they had that he has AIDS. The live aid? 
Yeah, and they were like, that literally happened two years before that concert. Right, yeah. They've been knew he had AIDS. Right. It wasn't like a thing like, let's rally around you or whatever. It's like, they've been knew. Yeah. He was already back in the band. It's like, that movie was so full of shit. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people said that uh, the Rocket Man about Elton was way better. Well, yeah, better actor. And Taron Edgerton. Taron Harrison, he could do anything. Because uh, a lot of people, they were like, yeah, if you guys are looking at kind of like a classic rock and roll bio movie, they're like Rocket Man about I'll Elton was watch better. It, but I'm not a fan of Elton John, so that'll just be... My roommates watched it like eight times. That'll just be on, you know, just one of those days I feel like doing like a, you know, a music movie. But in all honesty... Whenever I feel like that, I'll probably just fucking watch I Walk the Line again. Because... <laughs> it was Joaquin. How can you deny it Joaquin, Joaquin? So it's like, it's like, hey, you want to watch a you know musical biography movie? How about this Rocket Man? I'm like, almost, almost. Now I'll just watch I Walk the Line again. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> oh, man. Good line. Okay, now... Remember when they used to have Madden 09 on the DS? They actually had Madden no. on the DS? Yeah, Madden 09, they made... Oh, uh, I bet that sucked. <laughs> they made Madden 09 for the DS. And I remember them saying something that, like, you could draw receivers' routes with the pen and stuff. Oh, that was probably cool. Yeah. But I guarantee you could only play one season. It's probably broke as fuck, though. <laughs> I guarantee um, you couldn't play a career. You could only play... You probably one. couldn't do a career on that. It's probably just, like, maybe one season or something. If anybody knows if you could play a career on that or not... Because uh, I never owned a DS. It. I'm not, I'm not going to buy it just to test it out. Just email us at beyondthehateyahoo.com and let us know your your thoughts or comments. Yeah. And also, selfless plug, we have another show. We have another show called the Saint and Sinner Show. Saint and Sinner! Not the Saint and Dinner Show. Not the Saint and Dinner Show like John fucked up once and Steve won't leave him let, let, won't let that alone. <laughs> the Saint and Sinner Show and it's <laughs> fucking amazing. But don't take our words for it. Listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Um, it's uh, basically it's uh, if you want some uh, some fucked up news that's going on in the world and also good news, it's everything and kind of like a news sandwich. Yeah, we talk about the bad stuff that's going on or went on. We don't just only do current stuff. We'll do uh, stuff that's just maybe you know a few years back. Yeah, like the um, uh, like the, the the Scottish ball kicker guy that kicked the terrorists yeah. in the balls and stuff and saved that airport. That shit was from, like, oh, a few years ago. That was... Yeah, too much. Too much information. You guys gotta, yeah, you guys gotta go listen to that show. Yeah, you can hear about a terrorist getting kicked in the balls so hard, the guy that kicked him tore a tendon in his foot. Uh, check that episode out. And he's been knighted by us. Yeah, he's also, uh, yeah, yeah, he, um, he's Sir. actually, uh, Sir. yeah, he actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm forgetting his name now, but uh, but yeah, but anyway, so back to depressing Madden. Um. <laughs> so Madden went from what we're trying to say is Madden went from a bunch of good things and good ideas, and even some gameplay that wasn't really problematic. We remember playing it and be like, okay, this is just, you know, this is how football's played in video games. You'll play them and you just you just play, and then you get to what game? 
Madden 13. <laughs> so after 12, which is possibly one of the greatest Maddens ever made, you go to 13, which is the introduction of Connected Franchise. Yeah. And also the introduction of Ultimate Team. Yeah. Actually, Ultimate Team started, I think, in... I think it started in, like, either 10 or 11, and it was in 12, but they didn't expand it to, like, what we think of as Ultimate Team in current day until 13, because I think 13 well, was where you started to buy the packs. whenever you pushed the franchise in the background, and you're like, hey, dumbasses or little rich kids that want to win everything, buy this stuff. Right. And then these little rich kids or these spool kids gets their mom's credit cards. It's like a meme uh, that I was sent or, or that you sent me about. Uh, due, due to demographics, it seems like most people that play Ultimate Team are middle-aged uh, single mothers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember like the one that I sent you that was like the cartoon, and it was like it's like the like the little boy and the girl talking to the mom, and the mom is EA. And it's like, it's like, you love both of us equally, don't you? Yeah. And it's like, yes, of course, honey, I love both of you. And then like the daughter, which is like franchise mode, like leaves out of the room, like skipping out, like, yay, mom loves me. And then, and then the EA mom grabs the son, which is ultimate team. And it's like, really, it's you. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that bitch. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I mean, and that's how it makes people feel because you're like the people that buy your game the most. Is the people that play franchise. Right. So, when the Ultimate Team fad inevitably ends, it will end. People will get sick of buying the same cards every year. And, you know, that's the reason why... And I don't understand what it is about Ultimate Team that is so addictive. Because we played this mode, right? We played it on... Shit, what was it? Was it 25? Was it Madden 25 that we it played it on? It was one of them. It was one of those because we were like, well, let's see what it's about. Let's yeah, see how it is. Chance. We're not just people just being like, oh, this sucks because you have to pay money. We're like, let's try it out. Let's get on there. Let's, let's see what it's all about. So we go in there and we were actually having a little fun doing like the tests. Like the challenges. You know, beat the 49ers in two and a half minutes whenever they have like a 10 point lead or whatever. That stuff's fun yeah. to us. And then you get to like, you get through like 10 of those. Uh, which with mine and John's skills didn't take long at all. No. Um, uh, we get to like the 10th one and it's like, okay. Now win, not play, win a game in Ultimate Team. Okay. Against a real player. That's against a real person. So you're like, okay, well, let's see what we got. Because we're really good. We're really good at strategizing in Madden. So you go in there and we have whatever cards we were given and whatever cards you could get doing those. Which are like seventy something rated people and you might so, have earned. Who like they a- match us against? A team with all 90 rated players. Right. Somebody that's done spent thousands of dollars. And it's like, okay, well, we're obviously going to lose this game. Because they, like, uh, they had like a really badass receiver. It was like, was it Jerry Rice that they had? I think they had like Jerry Rice, 
And I think they had Jerry Rice and Calvin Johnson. And Calvin jo- was it Calvin Johnson? Because Calvin Johnson was one of the most expensive ones to get back in those days. If you wanted to get like a high, like a ninety nine overall Calvin Johnson, yeah. you had to buy some expensive fucking packs to get him, or you had to get him on the marketplace. And that was like one of the most expensive cards because it, at that time Calvin Johnson was fucking OP because. He rarely would drop passes. You know, he's like this, he's huge, so he's hard to tackle. He breaks shit all the time. He was one of the, him and like Larry Fitzgerald were like fucking unstoppable at that time. Um, Larry Fitzgerald's still unstoppable. He's still unstoppable, baby. Uh, Even though he's like 45 years old and shit, uh, still playing receiver. He's fucking Highlander. If they do another Highlander movie, (laughs) it can be only one. Larry Fitzgerald. Right, yeah. They're like, but wait, but he's not Scottish. He's Shut like the a fuck He's a black dude Don't with dreads. This for me. It's like, look, man, it doesn't even fucking matter. Me, Larry Fitzgerald and Julio Jones as the Highlanders, and everyone else can shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> now, I swear to God, if they do with a, with a special they do Highlander without Wesley Snipes, I'm fucking canceling. Right. Because I'm see canceling that Netflix if they don't the sword again. Right. Oh man! Wouldn't it be badass if like Highlanders, like fucking Wesley Snipes versus like Lawrence Fishburne or something? <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be that'd be a new way to do the McClouds, wouldn't it? That'd be badass. Although you know Highlander is Scottish, but you know fuck Scotland. Right. What have they ever gave us? Just the haggis and kilts and bagpipes and shit. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. That's what we get. We did get. We did get uh, Sir Jackie Stewart. We got a, You know, we got some uh, some form of the one legends. We did get Sir Jackie and also Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. He's Scottish. Um, and uh, we also got. Uh, I think I'm running out. <laughs> so we got Gerald Butler, Jackie Stewart, and Sean Connery. That's about it. <laughs> oh, man. Are there any Scottish women that could possibly be in Highlander? Uh, no, probably not. Uh, it's not worth looking up. This is an episode about Madden. No, I was looking up something else, actually. Um, Scottish women titties? What the hell, John? <laughs> Same as any other titties. Okay. Uh, Jim Clark. I was trying to remember who the other one, the other famous one was. Jim Clark. Because I know some people are like, John, you don't know your Formula One. I was like, look, I've been drinking, okay? This shit's good. I don't think anybody was wondering. Yeah, I was just, I I made that up in my head. You think people that's listening to this (laughs) podcast are like, John, you don't know your Formula One. You don't know Jim Clark? You're one of the greatest F1 people of all time? You don't know him. You suck, John. That's right. We should talk about Todd Marinovich now. Brian Boswell, we're going to talk about the buys. The no. buys. The buys. Okay, so um, ultimate team is basically bears. something that's like, hey, you remember when Madden used to try and Madden, <laughs> Madden used to play like football? Yeah. Those days are over. Right. Like, uh, we're, we're actually currently playing Madden 20. Right. And the cornerbacks... Are retarded. They are fucking retarded in that game. Because I complain about it almost every time I have a game. If, I, if Steve's on the headset, I'm like, my cornerbacks are the fucking stupidest people on the field right now. Because they will look dead out of ball. And instead of going for interception or trying to jump up to bat it or, or something like a normal defensive back would do, if it's within arm's reach, 
they would do something. Like if somebody throws a pass at Richard Sherman, for example, Richard Sherman's not going to backpedal. Look at the fucking ball go over his head and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know. Was that was that a bird or a ball? Oh, right. it was a touchdown? They scored a touchdown? Shit, yeah. I thought that was a Cadbury egg, man. Oh, man. Fuck. Is this Easter? Was it cream in there or was it caramel? It was the- caramel. Oh, fuck. That's the good one. And the problem is EA has... No idea what football is <laughs> anymore. They can't even get offensive linemen to block correctly. How many times have you taken a sack because you got two linemen fucking electric football on each other and the fucking defensive player I have just goes around them? never seen in the NFL whenever you go do a counterplay and a block where an offensive lineman will just stand in front of the running back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that happens in the Madden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, Where and, you go to run, and instead of them like running off the trail, are opening it up because your whole point as an offensive lineman, EA, is to open up holes. Right. You're not supposed to block them by any means on yeah. run play. You're not you're supposed, supposed to impede to the running back. The, you're supposed to block those holes on pass plays. On running plays, you're supposed to open up holes. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense if you're doing a counter play. And you have a guy do a counter, and even if he doesn't have anybody to block, what does he do instead of run up and out of the way or try to hit someone on the outside? He stops in front of the running back and does nothing. Because the they can't program it correctly where, like, if he doesn't have anybody to block, he won't just, like, run out and try to find somebody. It's like the game is programmed to be like, oh, well, there isn't anybody immediately to block in the area where the animation would trigger. So stop. So stop. Dead in your tracks. It's it, if, if you are an offensive lineman, say, you know, if you're like uh, Quentin Nelson, you know, guard from the Indianapolis Colts, right? And you go out, uh, yeah, beast. One of the best guards, hell, probably one of the best linemen in the NFL. If he's on a pull block where he has to pull and release out to block for a running back and he stops dead in his tracks, his offensive line coach is going to grab by his face mask and cuss him into fucking oblivion. No, if Quentin Nelson in real life goes out on a, uh, on a, like a counter play or something and doesn't see anyone to block and just stops... In the middle of the path of the running back, that motherfucker's getting rushed to the hospital. He had a stroke. Right? He is in some <laughs> serious trouble because he isn't, for one, retarded. Right. Because, I mean, it's just no way. There's no way that AI is good. Or how about doing like a slant play on that? So, I've seen this multiple times. I don't know if you've seen this. If you describe it, I probably have. So, you'll go to do a slant play on Madden. And this is what your receivers will do most of the time, almost. Sometimes they will go straight in for the slant. But I've been seeing pretty much on almost every one of my plays on a slant play where my receivers are running out and then they go outside and then try to go in. You can't do that on a slant play. No. Because slant plays are dependent on the speed of the play. 
you're trying to hit them as quick as possible. So if before run, the defensive back can if cover they it. run out before they cut in, the play's over. Right, and then your quarterback's getting sacked, or, or you threw some bullshit an interception or something. So yeah. I've been seeing that a lot. And you know that. the reason why I think they did that. Uh, I think the reason why they the receivers do that is because on I think they said on Madden twenty people were abusing slants. Because you'd have people, I, I even think, I think I saw a video where somebody ran a slant like 80 times in a row or something like that, where they, they, their entire game plan for the whole game was to run slants, and that's it. That's all they ran. They didn't run any other routes, and the receiver would go up, boom, get open every single time because it was something about the defensive backs couldn't cover it correctly, and the slant was like a glitch where you could immediately get first downs by just milking the fuck out of it. So what they did to combat that was that they programmed the receivers to try to go outside, then cut back in so that it wasn't a guaranteed because sometimes they get jammed on the cornerback and couldn't get to their route correctly. We'll see. That, and that's that, retarded. That shows you your ignorance about slants because whenever you do a slant, the middle of the field isn't the cornerback's place anyway. It's the linebacker. The linebacker's the cover. You put your linebacker in a zone, and then when you run the slants, he will stop it. Right, because... You know, so that's all you have to do is uh, do your defensive AI better because... It's hard to defend a slant if you're a corner trying to cover a guy on a quick play like that because it's boom, boom. But if, you're, if your outside linebackers are zoned out, they will stop it immediately if not get an interception. If you want to know how slants work, look up plays on Michael Thomas from the Saints. You guys probably have access to footage. I'm hoping you have access to footage that you can watch this shit. And it's like, look at how Michael Thomas runs a slant route. That is like him and Drew Brees' bread and butter. They He fucking throws slants to him constantly. Yeah, and it's not because he's all... Yeah, to think that a receiver can hit every slant route in an actual NFL game. You can't. But the thing is, like, Michael Thomas probably gets more of them than most people because he's just a badass receiver. Probably like 85%. Yeah. And, but in Madden, like, they were in one of those Maddens. It was either, I think it was either 19 or it was maybe, I don't know if it was an 18. I think people complained about it in 19, that the slants were overpowered. And, like, you could just glitch the fuck out of it. And people were abusing it in tournaments and stuff like that. Kind of like now... The whole thing with um, uh, Joke, uh, which is kind of funny because his uh, his username handle is called Joke, and he's the guy that won the Madden tournament using Tress Way at fucking quarterback. But basically what he found was that uh, stretch plays on the new year, on the new Madden, on Madden 20, are kind of broken. And I don't know if there's anything to this on my end, but I do run stretch plays pretty often with Tariq Cohen and it works fucking great. Like it works a lot of the time. Now there, it doesn't work all the time because sometimes I'll go up and I'll get like a two yard loss because they blitzed and they, they well, fucked me up. You also don't play ultimate team. The tournament was on ultimate. It was on ultimate team. We play on franchise mode because we're old school and uh, we're also not, 14 year olds using daddy's credit card to buy packs so the okay. i got kids i'm not i'm never gonna buy your cards <laughs> ever right now if you want to buy real football cards with autographs and like jersey swatches and shit like that in yeah, it got some montana, that's valuable shit got some montana autos to sell yeah <laughs> hit me up yeah and uh yeah 
uh, or if anybody has any um, Tim Brown jersey cards, uh, hit us up <laughs> on an email. <laughs> emails, that real shit. Not shit that I have to buy every year just to beat somebody online. Right. For one, I don't care that much about beating somebody online. It doesn't even, it doesn't affect me. If I beat you, if I lose to you, it doesn't, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I, I care more about people that I know whenever I do franchise mode with, like, John or my brother or something like that. Yeah, because every once in a while we might get Greg in, involved and he'll he'll have his own team that he's and then, running. Uh, you know, like, losing to my brother and stuff like that. I'll be like, okay, you beat me. But then I'm like, okay, let me get better at it. Yeah, uh, let me, let me but, do some trades and get some new people because, you know, I... Yeah, because we, we've all won Super Bowls in, against each other and everything, you know. And that's one of the things that that can make it great is the is being able to play against your friends. And there's people that have, like, franchises with, like, other people, like, at their work or something, where it's, like, ten people and everybody runs their own team. And they all are like, yeah, man, did you, did you play your game last night? I was like, yeah, I played my game. It's like, okay, cool, yeah, how did your game go? You know, and, and it's like a community thing. But the franchise community is different from Ultimate Team because Ultimate Team is toxic as fuck because people just spend money to get good. A lower percentage of people will actually play Ultimate Team. I've actually never met anyone that plays Ultimate Team. Like in real life? In real life, I've never met one person that plays Ultimate Team. I don't think I have either. And like anybody that I might have talked to about it, I don't but think the, I have. But the people that play Ultimate Team are all these people with money to spend. Right. So they're actually ruining franchise for people that actually play Madden. Right. So. Especially like when you look at the fact that um, a lot of the people who do Ultimate Team are YouTubers or Twitch streamers. Yeah. Because they know that if they're online and they're like, okay, well, you know, they even do videos about pack openings, right? Because I've seen this before where they're like, you know, like, I got, like, a, I don't even know what the colors are or whatever, but it's like, I got, like, a fucking Diamond J.J. Watt 99 overall, and, like, oh, my God, this is awesome. You know, and it's like, my fucking D-line's going to be great now. And then they'll open up other cards and stuff, and they're like, oh, man, these, these cards suck. I already have these players. You know, and it's like, well, maybe I can quick sell these. And they do these videos about pack openings because they know that the money that they generate from their YouTube views or whatever they make in ads from Twitch or whatever can help them buy more cards. So ultimately, what happens is a lot of these uh, streamers, these like these ultimate team streamers, and in the, people do it for FIFA too. FIFA and then a little bit on hockey, but hockey isn't really as big online like Madden and FIFA are. Madden and FIFA basically make enough to, to and, and fund it's, several. It's mainly because Canadians aren't dumb with their money. <laughs> They're like, oh, I can spend money to get a 99 Diamond Wayne Gretzky. Well, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. That's bullshit. I'm not going to do that. I'm yeah. just going to whoop your ass regardless. Go Canada. <laughs> I'm going to fucking whoop your ass and go get me some Tim Hortons. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Canadian. You, that's, just, you, you just pulled out some very stereotypical <laughs> borderline racist. Hockey and Tim Hortons. I think I hit all the Canadian stuff. Well, you know what? I, and, I, and, I apologize and, to all Canadians listening. Nobody well, in Canada is listening to this. I know you're more than uh, nobody. In <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, like uh, half of our demographic is Canada. So, 
Don't hate us, please. Ryan Reynolds, don't mention us in Deadpool unless it's positive. Right, yeah, yeah. Be always. beyond the hate, Ryan Reynolds. Um, hey, so, I, I, you know, Celine Dion, yeah, out her badass. You know, let's. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of shit in Canada that's awesome. You know. Chris Jericho. Yeah, Trish Stratus, Chris Jericho. Fuck the entire, like, Hart family. Um, All the good wrestlers? Edge? Yeah. Uh, Christian? <laughs> so, basically, <If> you... <laughs> all good wrestlers and... Lance Storm? You're forgetting Lance Storm? Lance Storm? Who yeah. can forget him? Yeah. Except everyone. <laughs> uh, is Nickelback from Canada? Uh, I think Nickelback is from Canada, actually. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this photograph of my dick. No. <laughs> That's the lyrics. That's the lyrics. They just cut out of my dick on the radio. You gotta get the album. You get. You gotta. You gotta spin the record backwards. So right. You'll hear him say, "Of oh, my dick, of oh, my dick." That's all he's actually saying in all of his songs. Look at this photograph of my dick. <laughs> Whenever you do the record backwards, he just says, "Of oh, my dick." And then every once in a while you'll hear a Hail Satan in there somewhere. But everybody has a Hail Satan when you play the album backwards. I mean, even Tammy Wynette records have that shit. So, I mean, you know, Hail Satan. Uh, (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six, 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 six. It's a Tenacious D reference in Mm -hmm. case uh, some of you didn't catch that. Um... But yeah, I wasn't uh, actually saying hell Satan. It was just right. Yeah, it's a tenacious D thing. Um, uh, save the sinning for our other show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the the whole thing uh, to me about like the ultimate team thing is that what what happened was is EA was like, well, we make dramatically more money on Ultimate Team, and even though the development team tries to say that they. They focus as much on because, like, even Rex Dixon when he was uh, when he was the creative head over Madden until he got like fired a few years ago. Oh, sexy Rexy! Yeah, oh, sexy Rex Dixon uh, mm. when he was running Madden. Sounds like a porn star name. Yeah, Rex Dixon. Yeah, you just imagine you hear like the bad like porn music and it's like Rex Dixon. T Rex Dixon. Yeah, T Rex Dixon. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so Rex Dixon would always say he was like, well, he was like 65% of our players when they, because he's like, they get usage numbers as to what mode people play. And he was like, 65% of our players play franchise mode. And then I think he said that like, uh, what is it? Like 35 or something play ultimate team. They play dick cheese mode. Right. And then the other percent goes to, uh, I guess, long shot or whatever the fuck their career mode thing is supposed to be, which isn't really a career mode. It's basically just uh, cut scenes, the video game, and you occasionally can play as a football player. Um, but, uh, yeah, he said that, you know, there was like, uh, he's like most of their players play ultimate team. So it's like if the majority of the people that buy the game are playing uh, franchise mode, and the smaller number is playing Ultimate Team. Why does Ultimate Team get so much more in terms of patches and updates? And they get new content constantly with like new promotions for card packs. Why do they spend so much time on it? And it's like, well, it's just simple economics. Because Ultimate Team makes so much more money. They make so much money off card packs that like you could basically make... 
Madden free now and just have people pay money on card packs and they would still make hundreds of millions of dollars off just Madden alone. And that's not counting the ultimate team on NHL hockey or FIFA because FIFA makes fucking like hundreds of millions of dollars as well. But we're talking about Madden. Right. So we're actually going to we're gonna take a break here. Yeah, this is a good spot for a break. And then when we come back, we're going to tell you our thoughts on the solution. We're going to fix this shit. Because we are beyond the hate. And we've always... I mean, I have fucking autographs of John Madden at my house, right? I am a Raiders fan. I grew up, like, listening to John Madden on TV and, like, watching, you know, him do commentary on games and stuff Who like hasn't? that. He's a legend. Yeah, John Madden is, like, my fucking hero. He's my favorite coach of all time, right? I've always loved John Madden. I've always loved the Madden game. But EA has to fix this shit. And we have a fucking plan as to how to fix this. And you'll hear it as soon as we come back. Right. We got to piss first. Yeah. We've been drinking a lot. We've been drinking a lot. was that because i've never heard that one That's before savage by megan the stallion and beyonce oh okay because um, almost uh, yeah okay because i i was like her voice sounded familiar but i didn't realize it was it was megan the stallion so or megan the stallion right isn't that how it is megan the stallion the, with two e's with two e's with two e's megan the stallion <laughs> uh and beyonce um, it's a, it's a really, it's a really good song, actually. Uh, but it's just kind of a pump, pump up song to get us back. So. Back we, again. Yeah. <laughs> Shady's back. Tell uh, a friend. Because he can't, uh, stop making great music. He just came out with a new song with Kid Cudi. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, we're talking about Madden here and our solution. So, John was alluding to this before... We even got into the break about Ultimate Team. The Ultimate Team side of it, I think, should be it should function just like any of these other the other games like Fortnite or you know Neverwinter like, and stuff like, like that. Like League of Legends and that type of stuff. Ultimate Team should be a separate game. It should be free. You should be able to download it. Because you already have all these packs, you have all these things that you can uh, you can do. Um, that's what you're doing on Ultimate Team. You're buying packs and you're playing this against each other. Right. So it's basically like these free games that are on the PlayStation and Xbox networks that are doing the exact same thing. Right. Where you, whether you're buying coins to buy something or whatever. Yeah, if you're buying weapons for the game or you're buying like armor or whatever you're getting. And you know? guess what? The same people that play Ultimate Team would go on there and still play Ultimate Team and still buy the same stuff. 
Right. So then you're like, oh, well, then what, if you're giving that game away for free and then just charging the regular stuff, what's the point of keeping the actual Madden alive? Well, the thing about that is you can monetize that also. Right. But not in the same way. Ultimate Team will probably still be your bread and butter for the next few years. But the actual Madden game, the franchise mode, that's what you... You can monetize that too. And this is how you can do it. Take notes, EA. Okay. This is your actual game. This is your disc copy that you sell in the store for $60. Right. You don't sell Ultimate Team anymore because you're 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 selling packs. You're you can just download that dollars. digital. That's that's free, and then you have to buy the packs, just like every other game that's just like that. Madden, however, only will have franchise mode and all the modes that you add to it. And you say, oh well, sometimes it's not worth us adding coaches to the game. Make that a DLC. Right. Make position coaches. Offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, DLC. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, you have to buy this DLC. Boom. You know how many franchise people would buy that? All of them. Every one of them. Yeah, because people complain about that constantly on like Operation Sports and like all the different like uh, like sports gamers online and stuff like that. Everybody's like, fuck, why don't they can't put position coaches in the game. And it's like, so if I want to change how my team plays, I have to fire my head coach just to change how my offense runs or to change my scheme. Yeah, you have to fire your head coach if you don't like how one part of your team plays in Madden now. Right. It's not realistic. If your running backs are doing poorly, you should be able to go in and fire your running backs coach. Right. So You know where this came from? This came from a game called NFL Head Coach from 2006. A long time ago. 14 fucking years ago that you were able to have a football game where you could have an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, scouter, and the full complement of positional coaches. Imagine if your O-line sucks and you're like, okay, my offensive line sucks uh, because they can't block fucking anything. It's basically paper mache. So what I'm going to do well, is I'm going to fire my O-line coach. Our, 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 that, that's what it, that's what you got to think about in Madden. If your O-line just constantly sucks and you have good offensive linemen, eventually you're going to have to fire your head coach to fix your O-line position. To change how it plays. Whenever you could just fucking fire Tom Cable. Right? <laughs> I use yeah. him as an example because he's a fun person to fire. I think he hit his wife or something. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah, which is kind of fucked up because he's actually the O-line coach of the Raiders right now. Isn't that why he got fired the first time? He got or fired the first time because of a domestic violence thing. And then they worked all that out. And apparently, like, he... I don't know if, like, it's not as bad as it was reported but apparently he talked to John Gruden about it, and Gruden was like, well, I'll bring you back to the Raiders to be an O-line coach this time, uh, like he was before, but he actually ended up becoming the head coach at some point, which is fucking weird. But, yeah, it was a it was a, some kind of an incident with his wife, from what I remember. I'm not 100% certain on that. Allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly he hit his wife, uh, but maybe it wasn't as serious as they made it out to be. Was that so the, he's okay now. Was that I don't the know. same thing about uh, Vontez Perfect allegedly being a piece of shit? No, no. He is uh, confirmed <laughs> to be a piece of shit. 
<laughs> Vontez Perfect is is basically uh, he he's basically a hitman that just likes to play football. Like he likes to. I think I think realistically, he hates people. I think Vontez Perfect just kind of hates human beings mm-hmm. because no person that plays football. Like if you play football, like I played football right myself when I was younger. And there'd be times, like, I'd be pissed at a quarterback, and I'm like, I'm going to sack that motherfucker. But never did I think, I want to hit him so hard that his helmet flies off, and he might have permanent brain damage. I never thought that. I'm like, I want to hit him hard and want to bring him to the ground because I want to succeed in this game, and this dude's pissing me off. I never was intentionally trying to hurt anybody. But have you ever uh, done tons of steroids just to stay relevant? Um... No, I'm not Sean Merriman. No, I'm <laughs> not Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because th- didn't he also he failed a, a PED? Oh, he's failed multiple drug tests. Okay, and he's also been suspended multiple times. I, he's probably he been suspended a total. They said that he's been suspended like a total of like three you seasons know who or something. Is? He's James Harrison. <laughs> fucking Steelers. Line. Oh yeah, yeah. Harrison was bad too. Like that dude uh, was a fucking. Piece of shit. What is it about the NFC North or AFC North that produces these fucking violent ass people like uh, fucking Miles Garrett hitting uh, Rudolph with his fucking helmet? That was a bronze player. Yeah. You know, uh, Harrison, Steelers player. Vontez Burfick was a fucking Bengals player. There's something about the AFC North. Maybe it's playing in the cold all the fucking time, or playing in games where it's like ten to seven, and that like, me. That'd make me want to hit a motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm from Illinois, so like I, I know what it's like to fucking play in snow and cold. And but it's also not an excuse. You gotta no. keep your cool and you gotta keep your calm. And sure, people do get second chances. Like Miles Garrett didn't actually hit the guy in the head, so you know, I mean. Sure, you can't just be like, we'll never let him play again. It's like, he didn't actually, he didn't hit him. He 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 seemed like he attempted to. But, you know. I mean, you look at the video, uh, and this is like a totally separate, I, I totally separate is. discussion. It is, we kind of got off on a tangent. We're just talking but, about Moss Garrett. It seemed like he attempted to, but I don't know if he would have ever actually connected Because it seemed like. His he helmet kinda, definitely did hit Rudolph, though. Yeah, it kind of grazed him. <laughs> Uh, now, did it hit him as hard? I mean, because like Rudolph seemed like he was pretty fine after it. Mason Rudolph seemed like he was like. I mean, he, he it probably did sting a little bit because you know you got that plastic edge of the helmet. Garrett tried to hit him with all of his force. That's not no. Uh, if he was like maliciously trying to hit him, he could have done some damage. Because he could have hit him in the temple or something. With all of his force, he would have, and he could have just kept beating him. Because have you looked at Miles Garrett? That dude can bench. Let's be honest. Like Miles Garrett could easily beat the shit out of Mason Rudolph. Oh yeah. Without a like in a, just a straight up this fight. Is just to irritate, yeah. He was just look. pissed off because he thought that the because the, the linemen were like trying to like cut him or they were trying to do something to him, right? And he got pissed off, and then Mason Rudolph came over there and he, he was, was like, and yeah, like a few weeks later, he tried to say that Mason Rudolph called him the N word or something like that. Because he thought he heard something, and he was like, oh, fuck no. And it, it wasn't true because Mason was mic'd because he is a quarterback. Yeah. And they're like, no, he didn't actually say that. But Miles Garrett was like, I thought he said that. Yeah. So I – because, yeah, he thought he heard that word, and that's so like I, – I don't I don't think either one of them's lying. I think – It's a huge Miles misunderstanding. Garrett, I think Miles Garrett did think that he heard him say that. 
but I don't think Mason Rudolph said that because he was mic'd up. Yeah, and there's also other players around him, too. Yeah, on the Steelers and, uh, you know. And Browns. Yeah, and Browns, and they would have said, oh, yeah, he absolutely said that. Yeah, he said the N-word because there was other other black players around him because, uh, what was it, is it uh, Marquise Pouncey, the Steelers? Yeah, and they were like, no, he didn't say anything like that. But Miles Garrett, because, like I said, I don't think Miles Garrett was lying either. I think he did think that's what he said. He, he thought he heard something, and but it actually wasn't the yeah, case. and that's why he came. So you, you get a second chance there. And Miles Garrett doesn't have a history of, you know, doing things out, you know. Like, not like perfect. Not perfect, where it's like constantly just abusive and targeting helmet hits and un, you know knee helmet to knee hits and stuff yeah like that. targeting knees that, you know perfect is known for miles garrett has isn't known for for doing what he did against mason rudolph so, no yeah he gets a second chance sure but what we're talking about is is head coach the things that you can do on head coach. The draft, for instance. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about the draft compared to 2020 drafts. Oh, it's not even... Yeah, it, 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 the situation's so different. The drafts in head coach were so much better than the drafts now. Even the scouting is better. Yeah, the scouting was better. There's so much more detail. Speed. You could have people that were super talented, and if you used them wrong, it messed you up. The right. The point system's stupid because in the NFL, there isn't just players that play good all their career or players that don't play good all their career. Right. That's the thing that they got right in head coach. Because you could have players... Uh, that you could sign out a free agency that's been in the NFL for six years and be rated like a, a you know seventy six, and they can play one season for you and boom they're a ninety. Yeah. Because they fucking just hit that spark, and that's what the NFL is. Right. Because <laughs> case of the NFL is. Because case in point, right? Like um, it's because uh, we had some legendary players on head coach. If you've never played this game. Fucking break out your old Xbox or a PlayStation 2, or if you can find it, a PC copy. Break out these old game systems and fucking find Head Coach 06. You could probably find it for like $2 on eBay now because it's probably so cheap. It might even system, be cheaper. It's on PC, it's expensive. It's expensive as fuck. If you can get it on a console and you have an old console, do that shit. It's fucking great. You have to have patience to play it. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, the thing about those games was that like, or thing about that game in particular is, like, you would have players that go, like, undrafted, right? Because I was going through, we had a team that we were running where we are playing as the, we were the Bengals head coach, basically. So, like, Steve runs the offense, I run the defense. And I was going through free agency, I was trying to find uh, depth at safety. Find this safety named Dexter Curry. If you find him in that game, fucking sign him immediately because he's a Hall of Fame fucking safety. Literally one of the greatest safeties we've ever had on the game, period. Right. And Dexter, he was one of those people that he was unsigned. He went into free free agency uh, after the draft. 
Nobody picked him up, but he sat there for like a year because I really wasn't looking for safeties. I didn't right. see him in there. And then like the next season, I can't remember if it was injuries or I had like depth issues and I wanted to find another safety. I think it was an injury and I had to find another safety. I think Nate Donaldson got hurt and then you signed. Uh, was it Nate? Uh, uh, yeah, Nate Donaldson, which is normally a first round pick. I think he got hurt and you're like, I need another safety and you signed Dexter Curry. And Nate Donaldson never seen the field again. Unless he was in on subs. <laughs> your other, your free safety uh, is Levon Proctor. Right. Which is an amazing person. Like He's, some, some of the best people in that game, you can email us and ask us, like, hey, who's the best people you can use a head coach? If you want to, you know. We got some names we can get you. If you want to know some advice of the best players you could ever have in head coach. We have the answer. Right, yeah. Um, especially, like, um, and the thing about, like, Dexter, right, is Dexter, when he, I think when he starts on, or I think when he started on our team, he was, like, a 79 rated, maybe an 80. He was, like, right there at well, the... Well, let's, let's go through it real quick. We'll, we'll give you all some names. One name per position. Okay. How about that? Oh. We'll just go through Okay. We'll, we'll start, since you mentioned it, we'll start a... Strong safety. Yeah. So Dexter Curry. Curry. Yeah. And we'll go back to me and we'll start a quarterback, which is Drake Winters. Drake Winters. He's aggravating as fuck, but he's a great quarterback if you show him patience. He's like having a young Brett Favre. Yeah. He he has he's the aggression. Interceptions, but he's also going to win you a bunch of Super Bowls. Right. Yeah. Because we won. How many Super Bowls did we win with Drake? It was like nine. nine? Okay. We won a lot of Super Bowls with Drake Winters. He's fucking awesome. He's like, uh, uh, what is he like, six four something? He's you know, uh, and he's, he's like from the Texas. Size of Carson Palmer, but about he's like the the skill of Brett Favre. Right. Yeah. So imagine having like a twenty two year old Brett Favre that you can draft uh, from Texas because he played for the Longhorns. Okay. Free safety. Free safety would be Levon Proctor. Uh, running back. Cameron Miles. Cameron Miles. Cameron Miles is the fucking greatest running back ever in the history of head coach. Don't at me. Don't don't be like, yeah, hey, John. But what about uh, so and so? No, Cameron what about Miles. Muhammad Abdullah. No. No, no, no. What it's about, not Muhammad what Abdullah. About Ronnie, no. And Ronnie Booth is great, but Ronnie Booth is better as a fullback, and that's we the thing always that's convert him to fullback. Owner. Yeah. But we'll, uh, let's get to corner. I guess you can name two mm, here. Name oh two. shit. Demetrius Grimes. Oh man, that'll be the other one. Um, special mention to Joel Sedberry because he was actually I think pretty it'd good. Be Rondell Myers. Rondell Myers. Rondell Myers and Demetrius Grimes. If you see those in um, in a head coach 06 draft class, if you see Rondell Myers, you have to draft that motherfucker. If you see Demetrius Grimes, you have to draft that motherfucker. I have a lot of other cornerbacks that are badass too. Okay, uh, but I, I can't think I'm all, all at the top of my head. I go full back here, and I think that's you know Ronnie Booth. Uh, so let's say uh, let's go back to you. Uh, let's say right outside linebacker. Uh, right outside that would be that'd be haymaker, wouldn't it? Haymaker. Brad haymaker. Hit him with the haymaker. Hit him with the haymaker. So that dude. Okay. That dude reminds me a lot of like. Um, like Brian Cushing, but like Brian Cushing if he played outside linebacker and was a little bit skinnier. 
So I'll go receivers, and I'll name two of my favorite. I'll probably say Ty Jordan. Yeah, Ty Jordan. And Richard Styles. Richard Styles. No Sugar Shelby. No, no, I've yeah. never. Sugar no. Shelby, he's kind of a flake on that game. Like when you draft him, you think like, oh, his ratings are pretty badass. This dude's gonna be a damn superstar. You know, this motherfucker is gonna be like the next. Um, I don't know, like, uh, you know, I guess in like modern day, he would be kind of like Tyreek Hill, right? Like just really fucking fast, yeah, shorter he's guy. Be like a fast guy. But he has, like, no hands, and his route running is garbage. Yeah, I almost said Melo Anderson, but Ty Jordan is consistent, and Richard Stiles is probably actually the best receiver I've ever used on this game. Yeah. So uh, That aren't, like, players in the actual NFL. We're all talking about people that are you know, created in the draft classes. Yeah, all draft class people that we've done. Middle linebacker. Middle linebacker would be uh, Rasheed Miller. Rasheed yeah. Miller. Rasheed Miller is like my favorite middle linebacker to get on that game. Okay, uh, tight end uh, for me, Johnny Bird. Johnny, yeah, uh, Johnny he's Bird. A hit or miss sometimes, but if you can get him to work in your system, he's just as good as Vernon Davis. Because I know a lot of people that play head coach know the value of Vernon Davis on that game. Because he's almost like a cheat code. Yeah, but after <laughs> that, it's hard to find until Johnny Bird. So. Yeah, if, you, if you're in a draft class and you need a tight end and you see Johnny Bird, just draft that motherfucker. He's got the same speed as Vernon Davis. He's actually bigger than Vernon Davis. It takes a little bit more work because he will drop passes, but if you can get him worked through that, you're good. And if you have a good tight ends coach. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get a good tight end. If you have a good tight ends coach that works with your system and you practice him and you make sure that you make him part of the game plan. Uh, Trey Meeks is a great tight ends coach. Yeah, Trey Meeks, badass tight ends coach. Also recommend him. Uh, yeah. Uh, left outside linebacker. Left outside. Um. Uh... I can't remember if he played left outside or not, but I would say Damian Siegel. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, he absolutely did. Damian Siegel, yeah, yeah, he was fucking badass. And Damian Siegel, if you if you see him in, in a draft class, he is fast as fuck as a linebacker. He can cover a tight end no problem because in practices we would put Siegel on Johnny Bird, and he's about the only one besides maybe Dexter Curry that could cover him. Yeah. As far as a linebacker, he was the only one that could cover him, and then the only safety that could was Dexter, and even Dexter struggled sometimes. Yeah, left left tackle. I'm gonna go Mo Hawkins. The infamous Mo Hawkins. Yeah, he's you can't miss him either because he's like what six nine and like three forty or something. Yeah, he's a little bit smaller than Moose Lineberry, but he is yeah. still a beast. He is a beast. Yes. Uh, so D tackle. D tackle would be Kwame Miller. Yeah, Kwame Miller, legend. Right, and I had another uh, defensive tackle that was really badass. Um, oh shit, I can't remember his name though off the top of my head. Ah, damn it! But Kwame was definitely the best one that I that I've used. But Kwame, just so you know, if you are playing this game and you're using this for advice, Kwame is a three four style. Like plugging nose tackle because he's fucking huge. But if you put him, if you're running a three four defense and you want somebody to just completely brick up the middle of your defense and you have good ends to help him, he's a fucking beast. He, he's kind of like, um, uh, I try to remember, like, um, 
What was Because uh, he kind of reminds me of like Don Terry Poe, because I think even Kwame's, I think, actually from Memphis in the game, if I remember right. I can't remember. We can't really is. remember, but I want to say he was from Memphis. So, okay. But, so, we'll, we'll only do a couple more. Uh, maybe I won't do the whole O-line. So, I'll just go guard, Eduardo Pita. Pita, yeah. Um, so, defensive end... It kind of depends on what you're doing, because I actually have, I actually can do both. I can do both ends. Well, no, one's Xavier Cox. One of them is Xavier Cox. If you see Xavier Cox in the game, and if you're running, he's like Terrell three, Suggs, but faster. Yeah. And he plays defensive end. If you try to stand him up as a linebacker, good luck, because he doesn't know how to cover for shit. Pure pass rusher, yeah. but he's fucking fast as shit. His speed as a defensive end is like, what, like a 92 yeah, speed? He's fucking insane. If you put him on a good D-line, he, he will just just generate sacks for you. He's kind of like what Dwight, like Dwight Freeney, but heavier, you know, or like Terrell Suggs as a defensive end. Like, he's he's a fucking beast. Um, if, you tra- if you train him right and you use him right in your defense, he's fucking awesome. The other end spot, I would say, would be Lance Cordero. Lance, Lance Cordero is a fucking beast. He's more of like a 3-4 style end because he's like, I think, 290 pounds or like high 280s. But he is a beast. He's a run stopper. Fucking, he's actually pretty decent at pass rushing because we've had you know plenty of games where the pass rush came from Cordero because he just overwhelmed the tackle. Right. And Cordero is a fucking beast. Yeah, he's probably he'd be the other defensive end that I would recommend, especially if you're running a three-four style defense. Fucking draft him. Put him at either end spot. It doesn't matter, and he will fucking wreck shop. It's like having J.J. Watt in that game. Like, that's kind of how I would compare Lance. Yeah. So, the last offensive lineman I would recommend is Moose Lineberry. But he's hit or miss. Moose. Uh, Inconsistent AF. (laughs) Sometimes he is... When I say sometimes, it's very rarely that he's actually good. But he's a giant fucking offensive lineman, and he's got skills. But if you can make him good, he is the best offensive lineman. Yeah, because Moose is like he's like six eight or six nine, and like three hundred and like sixty pounds or something, isn't he in the game? He basically imagine refrigerator blocking you. That's basically he's as big as a fridge, you know, just like William Perry. Yeah, the fridge Perry uh, from uh, <laughs> not Katy Perry. That's that's a different Perry. Uh, bigger in other areas. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who has? No, I'm not going to say it. Or you're going to ask who had bigger boobs? <laughs> Fridge Perry or Katy Perry? I'd say Fridge, probably. Fridge. Fridge did. But Fridge, and people talk shit about, about William Perry, the, the Fridge, but he he was actually a pretty stud lineman. Like, if you want to go back and you watch footage of the guy, like, the fucking Bears put him in at fullback because he actually has enough speed to get to blocks. And he could carry the ball because Denka would have him come in on offense and they would just give him the ball. He'd just carry it. So, like, for all the people who want to talk shit about Fridge Perry, he's like, oh, well, back in those days, he was kind of fat for a defensive lineman. And, yeah, he was, but he was a fucking physical specimen. Like, he might have been kind of fat, but he was athletic for as fat as he was. You know? Yeah. Imagine the Dominican Sue, but heavier. Bring the boys to the yard. It did not. 
Katy Perry's did. Right, yeah. The fuck out of the arm. Right now, Katy Perry's milkshake. Yeah, it's different. Uh, <laughs> did we just go? Did we just go full sexist with that? I don't know. Are we gonna get canceled now? Yeah, uh, who knows what the feminists like. (laughs) Are we gonna get canceled? I actually uh, read uh, someone's review of us that said we're for uh, uh, people that aren't liberal pussies. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know what that means, but uh, I was. Hopefully, that's good. Yeah. No, that's good. uh, I was like, well. I, I don't know if I want to just call people pussies, but I'm just saying, like, if you can't, like, I'm pretty sure Katy Perry knows people that joke with her. Right. And she can handle it because she's an adult. Right, yeah, she's a grown-ass woman. And um, the thing about this is all, there's always people to defend everyone like especially celebrities you know you're like oh let's defend her because this is this is insensitive and i'm 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 pretty sure Katy perry has friends that joke with her about stuff she says in her music or something like that and don't mean any like harm um You just hope that everybody's not like, uh, you know, trying to Amber Heard everyone in their life. Right. <laughs> and make um, up shit and try to trap people into, yeah, that's just bad. Because I, I don't want to give like too deep, deep an opinion on it, but I don't know if you guys seen the newest thing on the case where, you know, Johnny Depp was showing like actual proof of bruises on his face and then Amber Heard's was like found out to be fake right what she like photoshop it or something or was it makeup she had like a makeup artist like draw a bruise to make it look like a bruise that oh my god and these these hollywood makeup artists know how to do some shit now artists testified today of this recording and said yeah she told me to draw that on her face and say johnny did it no because she was trying to get the sympathy for it and it's like yeah come on but uh, but one thing that I would want to add uh, about like you were talking about the draft is so much different from head coach o- 06 mm-hmm. to this one to well the modern day Maddens the thing that I always loved about doing the scouting on head coach was that you can't scout everybody in the draft class it's impossible because you just don't have that much time with your scouter to be able to do that and most of the time your scouter was shit anyway so. A lot of times what you'd have to do is you'd have to go – you'd have to look at the things that you could see or that you thought you could see. And if you're like, yeah, this guy has a good range, he might be pretty fast or he might be strong as fuck or, man, this dude can tackle or, you know, this running back has like 90 break tackle. What the fuck? This dude's a tank. You know, you would you would see that and you're like, okay, I think I know roughly what this dude's about. And then you would scout him and you're like – uh, I don't know because you could see like all of their attributes or at least the range of what the scouter thinks that they can do. And then when you fully scout them, you get unlocked, you know, everything. So now you're like, okay, well now I know the stuff that I need to know about this guy to know, you know, when I should take him and you know, that kind of thing. And you can find gems, you can find busts like Moose Limeberry. He can be a bust if you do not work with him right yeah, or have the right say, coaching. Oh, this person is projected to go in the first round, but this is in the second. None of that. None of that shows up. No. You draft how you feel like you want to draft. 
which is like the actual NFL. Right. That's whatever they're like. Oh, well, this guy that was drafted in the first round is not, not a projected first rounder. Who'd they say that about? Oh, yeah, that's right. Lamar Jackson, the 32nd overall pick in the first round. Right. Because they said he wasn't an NFL quarterback. Yeah. So that he that, might have to eat him up. That actually happens in real life. Right. And head coach did that. Fourteen years Man, ago. You can't do that. If you draft a quarterback outside the first round, most of the time in Madden, they suck. Yeah, or you have to develop them for years before they're and even it's like, usable. Okay, sorry, Joe Montana. Right. <laughs> Tom Brady in your sixth round, you fucking garbage. Right, yeah. You know, all these people. Brett Favre was drafted in the second round. Yeah, Brett Favre, second round, garbage. If you're not in the first round in Madden, you're garbage. Yeah, because the ratings are so shit on those lower-rated players. And that's the thing. Like, you could find, you know, like, good quarterbacks and head coach – that was like you could get get a guy in like the fifth round and you're Jake like winners is a fourth round pick right yeah because everybody and it might be because like in the game he has a tendency to throw interceptions right but you can coach that out of him if you have a good quarterbacks coach you have a good head coach that can work with him especially don't do if you it by yelling at him yeah definitely don't yell at him no you have to talk calmly to him that's another thing too that is also missing from these games is being able to coach your actual players to actually talk to them right and be like hey during a timeout come over here and it's like okay what we're going to do is you know we're going to do some strategy stuff and it's like th- their way of doing that now is like you can tell the entire defense, I want you to aggressively try to strip the ball. Or I want every single cornerback to press the receiver. If you want to do it individually. How, how many times in the actual NFL do you think coaches are telling the entire defense right, to do to something? Strip the ball? Right. It's like, I you'd need be telling your all linebackers. I you to strip, strip the ball. It's like, no, I need. You, 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 if they run it here, try to take the ball out of the hand. Everybody else, prevent. Stay back. Prevent. Like, right. To, you, because you, if you're, you're going to, if you're like, hey, quarters, you got to strip the ball. You got to strip the ball. Everyone strip the ball. Hey, Jalen Ramsey, I want you to try to strip the ball. Well, what happens if he slips the tackle? Fuck it. Who cares? This That's not real football. I mean, yeah, we're just going to. I'm just going to follow my fucking face on national tele- on national television trying to strip the ball because you told the entire fucking defense to try for it. And yeah, that's, and that's not how defenses work. They don't work with be like, hey, hey, uh, this this one guy's like beating us in the thing, so hey, all of you guys cover him. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not all of our jobs to cover him. It's his job. Right. And maybe his job. And that's the thing, like the adjustments that you're able to make in game are shit that you should be able to do on the side. And this is why I think like having like a true coach mode would be so much more beneficial to an actual like franchise experience, right? Because you could because especially in head coach, if you have to make adjustments, your team still is out there playing on the field, right? Yeah, and you can make Your coordinators have to be able to call plays. While the team is playing your coordinators, but which you don't have on Madden. No. If you did, Wait a minute, Steve. Know. What's a coordinator? That's not in the new Madden. Is that's that in not, football? That's not, that's not, yeah, a coordinator is a person <laughs> that actually 
calls the offensive and defensive plays. Right. A head coach decides on what you do in the game and what type of game plan you want to do. Yeah. Do you kick the field goal or do you punt it? You know, do yeah. you do you go for it on fourth and one or do you That's get kick it? You know. Coaching jobs. Right. Coordinators do different things than the head coaches and running backs coaches should be the people that are responsible. Like, I shouldn't actually have to set sliders on my substitutions. There should be, like, something for my running backs coach on his settings. Right. That decides how much my running back comes in and out. Right. Because How many carries and stuff they get. Like, because you know who decides that in, in the NFL? Running back coaches. Right. They decide how many carries Adrian Peterson gets in their game. Right. It's not Adrian Peterson. It's not the head coach. Receivers, same thing. Hey, how good's your route running? That depends on who your receiver coach is. Yeah. Because he's the person that tells you what routes you're going to be running for the game. So when you take all that stuff out of the game, what the fuck do you have? You have this bare-bones bullshit that we have now. And the, the progression system aggravates the fuck out of me with these schemes and everything because I have to set the schemes, then I have to figure out what playbook I'm going to be able to use. And some of these schemes are fucking retarded. So if you have... Look, literally, I am running on our file, I am running a pistol, and my playbook has 15 pistol plays. Right, but you're set to pistol scheme. And that's only because of the people that I like to have in my offense... That's the closest I can get it. To scheme, yeah. So, like, I basically, I'm running, on my defense, for example, uh, I'm running Ron Rivera's playbook, which apparently has the 3-4, the 4-3, and the 5-2 in it. Which which I don't think Ron Rivera runs in actual real life at all. I've never actually seen Ron Rivera ever do a 5-2 I don't think I've ever seen him run a 5-2. I'm like, does anybody in the modern NFL run a 5-2? Because Tom Coughlin's retired. I think Tom Coughlin was the only one who actually would go to a 5-2 every once in a great fucking while. So, like, I like the fact that it's in there because I... That's just because he had Strahan, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul... Justin Tuck. You were in Justin Tuck at one point. Yeah. So he's just like, fuck it, all you guys just... Ever just five of you go out, and we'll just have two linebackers. Uh, Yeah, Cofield. Yeah, I'm sure I remember. Yeah, because they had all those guys at the same time. Uh, But that's the thing. It's like so. I'm running Ron Rivera's playbook, but my defense is set to a 46. There's no 46 in that fucking playbook at all. And Ron Rivera played on the Bears 46 defense. And also, you can only choose other people's playbooks. Right. You can't make your own playbook and then play as it and do formation substitutions. If you want to do formation substitutions, you have to use the playbooks that are in the game. You know, and it's like, especially like we were talking about monetizing shit, right? So say you monetize the draft class because everybody's like, well, Madden's basically just a $60 roster update anyway. Okay, well now what we're going to do is $20 draft $20 for a draft class. If you want full coaches mode... Where you can play online with full coaches and everybody else in your franchise 
has to, if they, especially if they're doing owner's mode, they have to do the full coaching staff as well. So that means that, like, if Steve takes, you know, say Steve is, like, the owner of the 49ers, right? Just for example. He, he's one of the 40... Yeah, fuck you, Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, suck that. Um, so say Steve takes over, he, he's going to choose his franchise as the Niners, and he's the owner, right? He has to have a full coaching staff DLC, and say the coaching staff DLC is like $25, right? Or 30 whatever you want to charge for it. And it'd also be cool, they could even charge you, be like, oh, do you want to have like a ex-legendary player to be one of your staff? You know, pay 99 cents. Yeah, and, and then totally, players that retire... I would, I would totally I would totally pay 99 cents to have Joe Montana be my offensive coordinator or quarterback's coach. Right. Or just even if you have, like, retired players. Like, my, my team, on my team right now, uh, I have J.J. Watt. So when J.J. gets older and he wants to retire, I would just pay, like, 99 cents, and I could have J.J. come back and be a defensive line coach. Yeah. Using the fucking coaching DLC that I've already bought. And when you think about it, $20 for the, the college you know, rookie roster update, right? To get all the new rookies, right. the new face scans. So instead of like, well, you know, we have to do all this money to get face scans and to put all the players in the game and have all of their like stats and everything. It's like you could have a team that does roster updates, equipment updates, all that kind of shit. Uh, uh, transactions, right? Like players get traded. You know, you can have all that be part of the roster update that you paid $20 for. Boom, there's $20. Full coaches DLC, full coordinators, full coaching staff, everything. $20-$25. Boom. You already made $40-$45 off of two DLCs. Per person. The ability to bring back a, a, a retired player as a coordinator or a positional coach, however you want it. 99 cents every time somebody wants to take a retired player, and you could have like a pool of retired players. So if I'm like, okay, JJ Watt retired, and then I, you know, say I, you know, because I have uh, like Roquan Smith at linebacker. Roquan Smith retires when he's like 36 or something, and I'm like, I want you to come back and be my linebackers coach. Cool. I can pay 99 cents, dollar, whatever. Have Roquan come back and he's my linebackers coach and his stats and everything transfer over to what he can coach as a linebackers coach and then he can develop stats and he can be like, okay, well, I'm this good at blitzing, I'm this good at coverage, I'm this good at like, you know, helping with the... you know, playbook training and assignments and all that kind of stuff and he can give boost to your linebackers. Imagine this shit. Yeah, and what, what could that hurt in Madden? And how hard would that even be to do? And you can even do DLC for, um, like, you know, say, like, uh, uh, owner's mode stuff. You know, like, uh, say you want to be able to pay, like, I don't know, $5 to upgrade your stadium or whatever to, like, a new stadium model. Like, say they like EA builds new stadium models like let's say they have like 25 designs and you can also move teams to new cities you have access to new jerseys you can do create a team imagine just doing a create a team dlc where it's like you can pay like uh say 10 15 dollars and just do like a full create a team you can do the jerseys you can do the city you can include the stadium with that if you want to 
Imagine a creative team DLC that you could do. And that's the thing. If EA is going to be like, hey, well, Ultimate Team, we make all this money off the microtransactions. Fuck it. Let's let's go ahead and just add all this DLC and some of these microtransactions for shit that we would actually want to be able to do on the game. And now EA would have an incentive to actually work on this shit. So instead of franchise getting... I don't know what six updates that they added to it for uh, for the 2021 Madden, which doesn't make anyone want to play it. It's a patch update to the point where like uh, Ryan Moody on YouTube started this whole like uh, thing on Twitter where it's like hashtag fix Madden franch- franchise. You know he put that on there because he's like this is not an update. This is he's like this isn't new features. This isn't for a full new release. This is patch notes. Go on to the franchise uh, for franchise mode notes for Madden 21 and see what it is. It's a fucking patch update. That's what it is. It's not full. It's not full new functions that you can do inside franchise mode. They basically phoned it in. I think you even said it probably took them a week to add that shit in the programming, and then the rest of the fucking time, they sat on their ass or they worked on Ultimate Team. Yeah, they're just jack and dick. (laughs) And then that's all they've been doing. Imagine how sticky that office would be. Oh my god. It it, it looks like a Jackson Pollock paint. (laughs) Or like Randy on South Park when he finally busted nut when he got on the internet and the whole fucking room's just covered in jizz. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or like uh, uh, in the scary movie with Anna Ferris, where the dude comes and just shoots her to the ceiling. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the A offices. Just a bunch Which of is probably how jacking I would off. Come if I had a chance with Anna Ferris. Oh yeah, definitely. Just for sure. So hard, I'd just shoot her to the ceiling. I guess. <laughs> oh man. But those are our suggestions, our thoughts on Madden and uh, another one of our discussions. If you like it, you have any thoughts on it, you know, you have any bitches or gripes, you want to challenge us on anything, it's at beyondthehate at yahoo.com. If you, know, if you need some help and tips for Head Coach 06, the Vigia game, uh, also hit us up because we can help you with some of that shit too. Yeah, we can pretty much help you with anything on there if you're like, I have a draft class and I need a running back. Who Who is this uh, um, uh, uh, Lance Brown guy? It's like draft him. Draft, draft fucking Lance Brown. Draft, draft, yeah, Lance Brown is, is pretty fucking good too. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we, we, can, we can help you on a lot of stuff, but that's a lot of suggestions, but also it's probably as unrealistic as, you know, flying into the black hole interstellar is unrealistic <laughs> because it's not you know, the density doesn't work but you know fuck uh, you christopher nolan your shit's wrong science is hard <laughs> science, science is hard chris nolan he can be like well we have technology in that movie that allows it to happen it's like no, oh yeah no, yeah, 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 yeah of course because, because that doesn't exist aren't actually holes they're they're dense right yeah you can't actually Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like it's a hole because there's no fucking light around it. Yeah, the the, the, the fucking have... dead star ate all the light around it. Yeah, you can't actually see black holes also. The only reason that we know they exist is because stuff, you know, rotates around it and you can mathematically, you know. But anyway. We have math- a picture of it now. Science is really hard. Chris. Yeah. Science is super hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
From now on, let Jonathan Nolan write it. Yeah, let... Oh. Let Big Brother write it. Good good luck on the Fallout series, by the way. You you just put your camera in front of little Chris. You just put your camera... Yeah. Yeah, little you, little you Chris. Just yeah. tell him to roll. Let 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 uh, let Jonathan handle all the smart stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say one thing, I hope they get Joseph Gordon Levitt for that Fallout show. That'd be fucking awesome. Now that you said that, that is perfect. He would be because Jonathan Nolan's working on the Fallout show with his uh, writing partner from Westworld. I forget her name, and it, it's bothering me that I can't remember what her name is, but. Jonathan Nolan and her wrote Westworld. So you know who'd be pretty awesome in Fallout, and this isn't just because I'm in love with her. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Oh yeah, just imagine Aubrey Plaza in a wasteland just seems like it's perfect. It would make sense, especially like if she's like a like a junk trader or something like if that. You get Aubrey Plaza and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm in. Right. Yeah. Especially. So especially if they're like a married couple, and you know, maybe they're like maybe they're like a caravan guards or Christian something. Bell to be the villain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like you the could have the main villain is just Christian Bell, and it's just like oh, especially God, yeah, especially there. depending on if you use the Institute as like kind of like the main bad guys because they kind of are through most of the Fallout series. And then to keep the show running a lot, you can just have the mutants kind of be like the the the, the middle bad guys, you know? Because the mutants, yeah, I fucking hate super mutants. It, it's kind of like like in The Walking Dead, like the humans are the main villains, but the the, the fucking zombies are always in between stuff. And because they're, they're always a, an issue, you yeah. You do that with the mutants, but I have, like, Christian Bell just be the main villain through the show. Yeah, especially if he's, like, uh, like if you want to have him be the director of the Institute before uh, Father is. Uh, spoilers for Fallout 4, uh, your son is actually the leader of the Institute, um, but uh, if you want to have whoa, whoa, whoa. that game is five years old. Okay, if you don't know, if you haven't played it, then whatever. But uh, <laughs> but if you want to have him be the leader of the institute, like the lead scientist, the director of the institute, before uh, Sean becomes the the director of the institute, that would be pretty interesting because that would put it in that timeline right before Fallout Three and Four. Because Fallout three and four are only like ten years apart in the timeline, are so you, you could have it take place before uh, Fallout three with the older, and that could be Christian Bale. He could be the older director um, when you they're know who would else be a great first creating the sense. Great villain in Fallout, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Oh, I, you know Dolph. I think would be badass as like a brother Brotherhood of Steel paladin. Or he could even be like, I don't know if he could be like an elder. He, maybe he could somewhere in the timeline. But imagine Dolph in fucking power armor with like a minigun just blasting the fuck out of like feral ghouls he and mutants. definitely reach out to somebody. Oh god, he would be from. fucking perfect for the Brotherhood of Steel because, you know, he's done all these action movies and shit. Imagine him in power armor with all these badass guns and shit. Do it! Fucking put, if you guys don't cast Dolph and put him in the fucking, in the Brotherhood of Steel... And that fucking show, Steve is going to cancel his fucking uh, Amazon. I will, and I've had this shit for like six or seven years. Right, yeah. You, you got Prime like when it first came out, you know I think, right? Said, if they don't get the main character to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it should maybe like Tony Jaa or something would kick ass. See, Tony Jaa would be pretty cool because, you know, there's that whole thing about like, um, you know, like... Uh, because, like, Asian people in the game sometimes are treated kind of differently because they were always seen as, like, communists in the Fallout universe. 
It'd be cool um, if that was the main character, if they went with an Asian character as the main character. Yeah, movie. Tony Jaa as the main character would be badass. You know? Um, uh, that would that would definitely be cool. Especially if he, uh, if he was like, I don't know, like... Uh, if he was like a railroad agent, he was like helping synth escape and How stuff. How fucked up would it be if they're just like, yeah, we just captured Pedro Pascal. It's like, he can't be in every guy. He's, he's a fucking Mandalorian, too. <laughs> it's like, well, he's also going to be the vault dweller survivor that is in the new Fallout show. And it's like, even oh, fuck. Pedro. You're just Man. fucking taking everything. And then Giancarlo Esposito is going to be one of the fucking villains it's because like, he's no, the villain of everything. Come on, though. man. We can't do this again. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, nah, come on. It would be cool, though, if they're like, no, nah, the fucking main character is Gino Carano in the Fallout. It's like, okay. I'm, I'm down for that, yeah. I'm listening. Let's do this. Yeah, especially, like, if she if she's, like, one of those, like, vault dwellers that, like, like survived and, like, her entire vault's, like, dead or something. Kind of like in Fallout 4 where, like, you know, you're in a cryo chamber and, like, maybe she was, uh, she was in, like, a different vault experiment. Well, what would people think if they're just kind of, like, because uh, I was just, this just hit me, and they're just like, yeah, because it's Amazon, they have a lot of money, they have a big budget, and they're just like, yeah, the main character is Vin Diesel. Yeah, okay. Would, would people be down for that to see Vin Diesel? I think some TV people show? probably would. They would probably expect it to be a lot of, like, action-heavy stuff. But the thing about Fallout is that, like, it, it is... There's a lot of action stuff in it because you have all the guns and you have like you know you everything wants to kill you. Gunners want to kill you. Could you possibly, Raiders want to kill you. Could you mutants. possibly even do it at like uh, like a Game of Thrones thing where you have multiple main characters and maybe you could switch them. Well, then that's the thing that's cool too is that you know because you have the vaults in the game and the vault experiments are fucking crazy. So you could have it where like all these different people could be from the same vault or maybe they could be from like you know the same part of the story and you could maybe have one season that focuses like on Vin Diesel's character then you could have another season that focuses on like Gina Carano's character and like her journey so we're saying do Fallout like maybe True Detective but this isn't what right. this episode was about this was about Matt right yeah <laughs> and this episode is over hope you guys enjoyed remember foosball is the devil foosball is the devil right should Bobby Boucher be the head of EA? Or is he already? Right. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing we'll end you end you with is uh, home is what you make it. Home, home, you want to see home is naked? Home is where you, home is where you make it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're going to leave you. you guys, hope you guys enjoy. Just uh, email us if you guys have any uh, comments, complaints, whatever. You were, we're down for all of it. Yep. Um, and uh, this has been Beyond the Hate. Uh, Madden Ramble Edition. Rant Edition. I don't know. Rant, Ramble. We want... We, we, hashtag Fix Madden Franchise. Get that shit going. Hashtag Reddit it. 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 I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, get those hashtags going. We got to show EA that we're, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. We're not buying your $60 plastic pieces of shit when you didn't put any fucking work in it. And you put the stupid yard mode in to try and compete with 2K. I'm just going to be fucking aggravated. Just, just go ahead and end the show. I'm just going to get into a rant again. Fuck these people. Yes. This is fucking football music. When you heard this shit, you knew you were about to watch some fucking football. 
This, oh my god, dude, I just went back to the fucking 90s with this shit. Oh my god. This is the real deal. This is the real football music. Oh my god, I can just fucking hear, like, I can just hear the commentary in my head now. Right. Fucking Pat Summerall is the shit. Nah. 